0: Use coupon code Kumute Radio at checkout to get ten percent off and support the podcast. Joining <laughs> me right now is one of the top ten welterweights in Australia, New Zealand area. BJ Bland, what's going on, BJ? Hey, bro, not much. How are you? Good. I'm doing good, man. Um, I wanted to first get into your nickname. It's the longest nickname in the history of nicknames. Sorry, but it's a bad stylistic matchup. What's the story behind that? Uh,
1: that's just a, uh, that's just a joke, bro. It's not my actual nickname. It's just a bit of a, uh, bit of a piss take, really. After um, after trying to get fights for so long, and having everyone turn me down, um, I was talking to my manager, and he said that I'm the hardest person he's had to try and match. And he said everyone just says you're a bad stylistic matchup, that's why they don't want to fight you. So I just uh, just changed it to that on my Facebook page. Just just a bit of tongue in cheek, really. It's yeah. not not my actual fight name. Just taking the piss. Just taking a dig at some of these boys who are uh, are looking for easier fights.
0: Your last fight, it wasn't even a fight. You never even got to fight. It was a bout cancellation for the XFC lightweight title against Isaac Hardman. You know, in April. How yep. devastated were you to find out that he had he was being pulled from that fight?
1: I was gutted. I was real, real devastated. Um, At the gym, like, training's hard and there's no excuses. Like, our coach is a a tough man, so you can't get out of training for any reason. So for eight weeks, you basically have no life. You're just committed to working hard in the gym and then to have it sort of pulled out uh, so late. It was pretty hard to take. It was was, was really disappointing. It was the first time I was dropping to lightweight and... uh, Because of that, I made sure I was really on the ball. You know, I didn't want to kind of half-ass things and and have a a late sort of rush to try and make the weight. So, yeah, I was was disciplined throughout the whole time. And, yeah, it just kind of ended up being a bit of a big disappointment and a lot of wasted effort, really.
0: You mentioned earlier that there have been many fighters that have, you know, turned down bouts with you. Can you reveal any of these guys? You ought to call
1: them out? Yeah, yeah. I can reveal right now. Like, anyone can reveal. Pull up topology. Look at the top 20 lightweights in Australia. And every single one of them, bar bar Isaac, who's injured, and Kieran Joblin, because he's he's sort of a teammate. Uh, He's sort of one of the boys. But everyone else I've called out on numerous times. Not, like not offensively, but just said, hey, I want to fight. Who Who's keen? There's been a few guys who have replied and then I've contacted the promoters and got the matches set up to the guys that replied. And then when it comes to it, they've gotten cold feet. So, <laughs> all of them, yeah.
0: It must be really frustrating that, you know, you can't give fights and this must extremely limit your career progression, am I right?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's that's been the most frustrating thing. So I, uh, I, I'm from a small town, sort of five hours away from Auckland. So I, I, threw in my building apprenticeship, left my wife, not not left her, but like she stayed back in in the town while I moved up to Auckland and got set up. All, all with the purpose of making a good run at the fight career, and then I just haven't been able to um, get, get the fights to, to do it. So um, we're moved up here full-time now, but, yeah, still just waiting for these fights so I can try and progress.
0: You haven't fought in over a year, and you are coming off a loss to Corey Nelson. Is that yeah. last performance a distant memory, or does it fuel you to this day?
1: Uh, it still fuels me. That was like a, that was a late notice fight as well because I wasn't able to get fights. Even at that point, I was trying to get fights uh, at lightweight, but having no luck. So I messaged the promoter of the show and he said he had no no spots for a lightweight. But uh, if I want a white welterweight fight, I can fight Corey. Um, it was a close, tough fight, and sort of, if anything, it kind of. Fueled me, but also gave me confidence that he, he's the top welterweight in Australia, and I, I went toe-to-toe with him for five rounds and come out, you know, come out sort of still, still standing, still competitive, you know, where he's, he's finished a lot of the other guys that are ranked in, in Australia.
0: How long ago did you decide to actually move up to Auckland and dedicate yourself fully? Has it been a few years now, or is it something that you did recently?
1: Uh, Recently, so within the last year, I was sort of coming up towards the end of last year, coming up sort of living on a friend's couch, really, staying sort of like two weeks at a time, then going home, doing a little bit of work, getting some money and coming back up. But yeah, at the start of this year, um, me and my wife had made the move full-time up to Auckland.
0: How big is it for you to have your wife fully supporting you, even moving to another city with you to kind of be together and go you know on this journey together
1: oh it's huge she, she's an absolute uh champion i wouldn't be able to do it um without her she um she's the main breadwinner in our, in our marriage at the moment because obviously fighting uh, when you're starting out doesn't pay great and uh if you're not getting any fights it pays zilch mm-hmm. so that and then just the confidence and yeah the fact that she's willing to leave home it's it's huge it's, it's really motivating too makes me want to work hard and makes me want to perform for for her and for us for our future.
0: You also have a great team around you, City Kickboxing. They've been on an insane run as of late. Yeah. Having that type of atmosphere and seeing your teammates succeeding, does that push you to another level when you go train?
1: Uh absolutely. It's huge. It's uh it's great for the confidence coming into fights because you know You're training with world-class guys, so your opponent's probably not going to bring anything you haven't seen in the training room yet. And it's also, uh, yeah, massive for just the hunger. Like, you're seeing guys like Izzy and Dan, the success they're getting, the recognition, you know, the rewards. But it also makes not being able to get fights twice as frustrating, you know. So you see, like, these guys getting 50K bonuses You can't even get, you know, a match on a local card to to try and get to where they are. It's it's like that carrot's just been dangled in front of your nose.
0: Over the last year, what have you been working on the most in the training room?
1: Uh, Probably my complete MMA game, like blending it all together. Like Like I said before, I'm from a small town that doesn't actually have like an MMA gym, so... All my training before would be like boxing with boxers, jujitsu with jujitsu guys, and and I've been trying to kind of mold it myself. But here at City, it's it's all handed to us on a platter. So it's just been sort of tying everything together and making a more complete game.
0: You are finally making your hex debut, July twenty first. Your main eventing against Jason Pone, who is a gritty, gritty veteran. Um, yeah. Has this debut been a long time coming? Yeah, yep, yeah, it has. It's been
1: been too long. I've uh, I tried to get on Hicks a while ago, and just just things didn't pan out. And so I'm I'm stoked, I'm stoked that they um have got me on the card, and I'm even more stoked that my original out opponent, opponent who pulled out, which is a big surprise, um, that they actually went to the effort to find me a replacement, even as far as not being able to find one in Australia, so fly, flying Jason in from uh, Thailand. So, yeah, I'm just stoked to be on Hicks and and really grateful to him.
0: Jason Pone, how do you stack up against him? Cause he is a guy that's been around many promotions all over the world, trained at many different gyms.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a beast. He's had uh, thirty fights. I think he's ranked in the top ten in the UK. He he stopped uh, UFC veterans. So. He, he's a really tough fight. I think uh, experience-wise, I, you know, this isn't my first rodeo either. I've, I've had a few fights too, so that doesn't concern me. But yeah, I think it'll be a good fight. Um, in terms of, there's nothing I'm too worried about. Just in terms of who I, who I'm training with and how I've prepared, I think I'll be in the best best condition to 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 bring it to him and, and win the fight.
0: Is this the type of opponent you expected in your return to the cage? Uh, to be honest, I
1: had no idea. I I would have taken anyone. Mm-hmm. So he could be a he could be a uh, a thirty five veteran like Jason Pune or uh, Poney or you know a young guy uh, just starting out who's on a bit of a um, bit of a knockout streak. But either, either or I wasn't fussed as long as I was
0: getting a good good tough fight. Do you believe a lot of the guys nowadays that are fighting in Australia and New Zealand they're hand-picking their opponents too much? Is this become some yeah. kind of like a disease that has yeah throughout the community
1: yeah absolutely there's no doubt uh, I was saying to someone the other day uh, they it's not like they're running a fight or they're running a political campaign uh campaign you know every they want to pick easy fights and just wait. Wait for the USC to return to Australia and run like a big social media push, and, and try and get in that way. But uh, each said their own. I, I didn't really have the um, luxury of doing that, but yeah, I, I can't hate on them for it. But it is frustrating when they're sort of, yeah, trying to get easy, easy fights and easy wins and, and padding their records.
0: Well, this fight coming up is definitely not an easy fight for you or for him. That's the reason why it's the main event, and uh, it's going to be exciting. Your opponent, what do you approve by defeating a guy like Jason Pone with so much experience?
1: Uh, I prove I'm ready for the, the international stage, like, uh, like I say, he, he's ranked in the top 10 in the UK for UFC vets. Last fight was on the ACB, so I, I prove that I'm ready for. A sort of major promotion or at least on that level other than uh, isaac in australia who's who's injured so he he can't fight i've cleared everyone out there i haven't had to fight them but they will wave the white, white flag and so uh, I'm, I'm past australia now so this is my first sort of big international international fight and a good performance here will prove that i deserve to be at that level and I sh- should continue to get fights at that level
0: Other than the UFC is there other promotions you are eyeing right now for your future Yeah
1: absolutely I I'm not I'm not solely focused on the UFC I'd like to I'd fight for Bellator, Risen, ACB any you know any major promotion would be as a goal of mine
0: All right, July 21st in Perth Hex Fight Series 15 main event. BJ Bland will take on Jason Pone. This is going to be, you know, what you guys call a cracker of a fight, (laughs) correct? Yeah,
1: bro. Yep. This guy, should be all our action. All
0: right. Thank you, BJ, for your time, and uh, we'll definitely talk in the future.